Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of This on That, a show where we see people we like talk about stuff they like. As always, I am Mike Solari, and not with me is Chad Fogland. He is not here to record this intro, but he is on this episode. So if you're already a little sad and a little worried, don't worry. He's here, uh, and he's going to be joined with Elizabeth Durazo. You might know Elizabeth if you watch shows such as HBO's Eastbound and Down, uh, as she is coming out in the 33, which comes out in theaters tomorrow. Uh, you should all go and see it. It's got a pretty good cast. Antonio Banderas, Oscar from uh, The Office, lots of people, lots of good stuff. And uh, The X-Files is something Elizabeth loves. She just loves it. I can't even overemphasize that enough, and you're going to see that in this episode. So whether or not you're an X-Files fan or an X-Files file, if that's what they're called, or I don't know if that's right. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's not. Don't, don't uh, crucify me over that. Uh, but even if you're not, you're going to learn enough uh, to have enough fun with me, Chad, and Elizabeth. Before we get started, just one quick thing. If you like the show, this is episode four. We would love it if you heard from you. Please go on iTunes, rate, subscribe, uh, give us a review. If we suck, if you truly hate us, if you can't listen to us anymore, let us know. We want to fix it. We want to give you the best show we can give you. So please, after you're done listening to this, just let us know. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash this on that. But right now, we're going to just get a little freaky with The X-Files and Elizabeth Durazo. Here we go. I, uh, they came, the heyday of X-Files was in this weird time when I was just, like, not watching TV. Like, it was just a weird, like, like, I'd watched, I watched TV all growing up as a kid, and then, like, X-Files came out, and I was, like, I was just, I was just becoming, like, old enough to drive and stuff like that, so I was just like, I don't want to get out of the house. And so (laughs) I was just, like, out, like, going to show, music shows, like, stupid under rock, or, you know, underground, like, music (laughs) shows that were just awful. How many people were at those music shows? Like, oh, it was seven. Like, it's like a, it was a skate ramp and probably like twelve to fifteen people plus the band that was just like a drummer and a guitarist just screaming about bullshit. You know, it's like yeah, like 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 what seventeen year olds would do. Oh yeah, no, it's exactly what seventeen year olds would do. Like, and so I think that I missed. What year was this? This is like ninety three, ninety four, or ninety yeah, ninety four. Oh okay, okay. Like I mean this age myself but yeah i think every single podcast we've ever had you go well this is gonna age me yeah (laughs) it's because i'm old that's fair i agree with that statement am i um you can hear me right okay um i haven't totally heard myself (laughs) hey uh liz i don't care i got a funny i got a question for you yes uh do you want to believe I want to believe. I do believe, actually. Do you? I do. Well, I mean, if you haven't picked it up yet, we are here with uh, Elizabeth Durazo, yeah. um, and we are here to talk about the X Files. <laughs> do you want to start with the music? I could talk about the music for a while. <laughs> but um, actually, first, I think what we always start with is what fascinates you most like what what drew you to the x-files you could have picked any topic we picked x-files <laughs> i know from knowing you that this is a huge part of your life oh, gosh, yes. let's uh let's get into it why x-files go liz <laughs> well um 
the X-Files came at a time where I was going from like a kid to a teenage years. I was 12 years old when it premiered on September 10th, 1993. Yes, I know the date. Um, And I was like, I was still watching like TGIF, you know. So when this first came on, I was like, what is this? Um, And I watched from the first episode. um, And I was like hooked from like the pilot, like right away. And I just really liked the concept of... Uh, you know, like the the skeptic and the believer, and I mean, at the time, I don't think I understood. Oh, I understood as much um, what was happening. Um, but actually, now that I go back and watch episodes as I'm older, like I get them more. But at the time, it was I was so intrigued. And then um, there was Jillian Anderson, and I was like, Oh my God, she's so cool, and she has a gun, and she's like, you know, like kicking butt. And um, so yeah, that was like one of the things that really drew me and. Uh, it kind of just had me since then. Did you dye your hair red? No, I did not do that. I did cut it like short, but I knew my my Latina skin would not really complement the red hair. Um, and uh, although I do have naturally red highlights in my hair, so oh. close enough. I know, right? <laughs> it's the closest I'll ever get to that. <laughs> um, um. But yeah, it's played a really huge role in my life. Uh, I became an actress because of the show, uh, and because like I you know, was a big fan of Jillian Anderson and I thought David Duchovny was really cute. Uh, and uh, so I, I moved out here after I was an extra on, on the X-Files. I was first season seven and it was called uh, The Fight, uh, Fight Club with Kathy Griffith. She guest starred on it. And I was in the audience at the Grand Olympic Auditorium and I actually took the Greyhound from Laredo, Texas, and met up with someone that I met in the official on the official site on the X Files. I had no idea who this person was. I was just hoping that I wasn't going to get murdered. And I remember telling the people on the bus, and they're like, "We're going to walk you to this person just to make sure that you're okay." Because I think I was like seventeen, maybe eighteen <laughs> at the time. Yeah. And then once I saw the magic happen, I'm like, I'm moving over there and becoming an actor so I can be on the X Files. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, you're definitely the X-Files expert in the room right now. Um, I would not even characterize myself as a novice. I, I, when we knew we were doing this, I, I, I think beforehand I had seen two episodes, and now I've seen a sum total of probably eight episodes. Um, and that, so, yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, I... I, I think I was explaining before this, like it just happened to come out around a time when I just got my driver's license, so it was kind of like away from TV for a while. But and I kind of missed the whole buildup. But I had a lot of I had a lot of friends who were really into it, so like I had a lot of discussions in my uh, early twenties about the show and stuff when it was happening, and in my teenage years. And like I have like have the luxury of a job where I do a lot of Photoshop art, which I can just watch like Hulu all day. <laughs> so I did watch uh, quite a few episodes, and I. It was kind of fun for me, just, I kind of jumped around. I didn't really go from one season to another. I just kind of like, because I looked up to see like, what episodes sh- should I watch? You know, yeah. and stuff like, and found lists and stuff. Uh, and a lot of the episodes I watched was just fun to be like, oh, hey, look, there's Hank from Breaking Bad. Oh, shit, there's a... Uh, uh, there, there's Walt from Breaking Bad. There's yeah. uh, there's Shia LaBeouf. There's like yeah. Seth all, Green. Yeah, Seth all Green, these, Jack just, Black. Yeah, all these people. Felicity in it. Huffman, mm-hmm. Bradley Whitford, Jodie Foster. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to keep going? Oh yeah, I can keep going. <laughs> a lot of huge like people, like yeah. people that went on to be well, and actually Vince Gilligan got the I uh, when he first saw um, 
which well what's his real name uh, Brian Cranston uh, on in the episode Drive which he wrote one of the two that I saw <laughs> yeah. beforehand Drive he then got the idea for Breaking Bad like yeah. uh, that's the story you know that's been told in and uh, and Vince is ob- one of my favorite writers uh, on the show you talk about him like your old buddies <laughs> well we did ha- I was um we uh, co-founded and. Uh, Okay, this is how much of a nerd I am. My friends and I co-founded um, a, a nonprofit organization that became known as uh, as IBG Inspire Believe Give, but originally it was I can't even say this with a straight face. It originally, it was inspired by Jillian because we were all huge Jillian Anderson fans, <laughs> and then because we knew it sounded so creepy, we changed it to Inspire Believe Give, and we don't talk about it anywhere now. I just put it out there <laughs> but um but anyway so we did a lot of conversation series with people from the x-files and we actually uh, in 2007 uh 2011 we had our biggest event yet and david DeCavani and jillian anderson uh had a uh they asked each other questions for 45 minutes which had never happened and then chris carter came on as well and so yeah but we had vince gilligan we had uh mitch Pileggi, uh, we had Frank Spotnitz. We had Rob Bowman. Oh wow! You know, like so, we, and you know, just you know, a bunch of people from the show. So it was really cool. That's well, you, really well, cool. Yeah, you even talk about. You were talking a little bit about all the like actors and the talent that came out of it. Like, yeah. let's go to the writers and directors too, because you look at it's Howard, Howard Ganza, Gordon. Howard Gordon, and Alex Ganza. Yeah. Uh, Wong. I'm like Wong. I yeah. just remember. <laughs> uh, from Homeland fame. And yeah. then you got yourself your David Nutter. Who, yeah. Oh, David Nutter. Yeah. Who did, does all the DC Arrow Flash shows. He does Game he of did Thrones. Smallville. Did Smallville. Yeah. Um, and I, it's great that you mentioned Smallville because uh, f- X-Files, I think, in everyone's mind, really solidified the whole, like, monster of the week idea of television shows. And I've seen that happen from, like, Smallville to Fringe. Well, not only that, but the relationship between, you know, like... um, The investigators. Well, yeah, and, like, that that dynamic of Mulder and Scully has been replicated uh, or duplicated but never truly gets there like you know castle is sort of like they've tried to do that and i just don't think it clicks as much or bones has done it too and it just didn't click as much as well you know those like what they they failed to do was like keep them apart apart like they're they're they you need to have that sexual tension always like you can't have like the hand holding yeah or like him putting his his hand on the like small of her back like to me i was like oh my god (laughs) like he just put his hand on the small of her back well it's like it's the classic moonlighting situation it's like that show was like super popular and great and it was uh the two uh characters uh bruce willis and uh Sybil Shepard. Sybil Shepard. Yeah. And then as soon as they got like together and like had a relationship. Well, wasn't it like the Moonlighting Curse or something, Yeah, then then the ratings just dropped and they're like, we can't do this. But you see, like like, even when Mulder and Scully had a son together, we didn't know. I mean, like we knew, but they never like really told the fans (laughs) that they had until like the final episode in The Truth when they like make out in front of Walter Skinner. And we're like, you know, (laughs) we all knew, but we're just like, oh my God, they're acknowledging it. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like, it's, yeah. but I think, um, actually, I think the X-Files, no, I don't think, I know the X-Files fandom <laughs> coined uh, the shipper term, the, you know, relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I know that it coined the shipper term, which now a lot of people try to take credit for it, but no, they can't. <laughs> Could you imagine what it would have been like if YouTube and Twitter was around at a time the X-Files was on? 
Well, we did have something uh, which was called the X Shrine, and we had this guy who still does videos to this day called Lyle, um, and he would create like all of these amazing um, music videos that you know now are like they're huge on YouTube, right? Of like you know shippers and stuff that create these things. But at the time, it was like you know he was doing it off of VHS and putting them up. I don't even know how I would find them other than the X File Shrine and just like randomly look for these videos. And they're from like 1996, 97. And I have all of them on like a disc. Like that I got. On a floppy disc? <laughs> no, no. Like, a, well, yeah, there was a floppy disc, but then I transferred them onto a CD. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I mean, like I kept all that stuff. Like I was oh, like, yeah, I was a fan. So I had, I have a roommate in college who was a huge X-Files fan. And like uh, the, they had the action figures came out like after the movie. And like, he, and he loves he loved Dana Scully. Like he was like, well, okay, I apologize to Keenan. That's his name, but he was from North Carolina, so he was like, man, I love Keenan. I love Dana Scully. She's the best. Like, I just want her to be my girlfriend. I'd be like, Keenan, like, uh, don't you have a girlfriend? Like, yeah, but I'd drop her in a heartbeat if Dana Scully came. <laughs> well, she was I have a thinking a... man sex symbol. Yeah. Well, I yeah. actually have a beef with Dana Scully. And ever, I know I see, I see the face you're giving me. Don't you dare! No, I do, I do, I do. Because like the whole dynamic is like, okay, here's the skeptic and here's the believer, and I get it from like the first episode. And there's still like some like she didn't see the light in the first episode, so whatever. But there is like from the from like the third episode, like proof that there is shit happening like but you have you have to understand that she was someone that was struggling between like the science of it and also her beliefs in god like there was always that struggle within her and also had she not been a skeptic to Mulder's believer then we would have gotten boring no i'm (laughs) I'm very much aware i know why and she was written that way so did not take it out on her well well no no no, no, so i think your beef is with chris carter no because because i was uh, there was a what's the episode actually let me call chris right now what's what's the episode with the the truck driver and it's uh (laughs) No, I know there's probably a lot of truck driver episodes, but there's a truck driver, and <laughs> they did, they did that whole series, a whole season where it was just truck <laughs> driver truck monsters. Driver. No, 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 no. There's like something in the back. There's like it begins in Iraq, and some guy shoots it, shoots something, shoots something down, and then there's a truck driver, and there's like a, he starts shooting at some random thing, and he thinks he's somebody else. It's it's uh, it had to do with like Gulf War syndrome. Is oh any- wait, is this the one with Alex Krychek and where he got his hand chopped off? No. Okay. Because I didn't see that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, I think it was in season one. It was... Uh, Fallen Angel? Is that Fallen... Is that the one with Max? I think. I don't know. Where we first get introduced to Max, the schi- like they think he's a schizophrenic. Yeah, I know. I, there was a guy with a truck. God damn it. I'm going to look a this shit up. A guy with a truck that's I forget so his well, name. I'll, he had a specific. weird name that started with I will. I'll, with I'll back Mike up on this. I do... I, there, there's a part of me in the realistic... <laughs> brain of mine that says like after so many cases that they worked on that she had to at least go at some point just be like you know what maybe there are all right maybe 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 i'm not maybe i should be so skeptical but i get that the show was written that way it needed she needed to be that way (laughs) but there is a part of it's like 
after you've well, seen I mean, so I, much you, shit, you kind of have to be like. But what? you do see her struggle with believing him. That's because, true. Like, you even do. Even in the pilot, yeah, I know. she she was, wants to believe him, but she's so afraid. And, and she says it, it if you watch if you watch Beyond the Sea, which is one of my favorite episodes. Watch I did watch that. One. I watched where it. Where he says, what, "After all you've seen, why do, why don't you believe, or why yeah. can't you believe?" And she's like, "Because I'm afraid. I'm afraid to believe." And then in one of my other favorite episodes. Uh, then she talks about God and revelations, which I love all of the uh, episodes that like uh, kind of go into like her whole belief in, you know, and she's a Catholic. So she believes, you know, um, there's a lot of forever in her belief. Right. So um, she says at the end, she's um, I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm afraid I'm afraid that God is speaking and no one's listening. You know, what? So I, it's like there's that conflict. Well, You're right. I, I believe that uh, if X-Files had gone on or we'd see like a. A future like where they are now, I'm pretty sure Dana Scully would be a you know like a House Republican <laughs> and debating how climate change is not existed. <laughs> no, that's not true because when Mulder was gone in, gone in season eight and season nine, she became the believer and Doggett became. That's the true. You're right. And she did say in this this episode with actually someone that I worked with in season two of uh, of Eastbound, uh, Deep Roy. Uh-huh. Uh, who played the Oompa Loompa and like uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah. Um, so um, he was in this episode called Badla, and she hesitates for a moment to shoot this little boy, but it was actually this guy um, who was committing all of these, you know, all of this shit that happens on the X Files. But she 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 took a moment before she actually did it, and she. She ended up doing it, but it took her a second. And she she said she's like, if that one was Mulder, there would have been no doubt he would have done it. And but she just took that moment, but she did well, become the believer. Well, so That's I true. agree with you. There's that moment. I think it's in the pilot where um, Mulder says to her, like, "Say it. Why can't you say?" Uh, she's like, when, when when she's like, "I want to believe," or whatever. She's like, "Why can't you?" He's like, "Go on, just say what you want. What you want to think." She's like, "No, I can't say that." But also, I just found the episode. It's well, because she's like. Oh, E.B.? Yeah. No, because she says, um, she's like, it's crazy, Mulder. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, like, she does. She kept saying that. Like, how? Like, how is this possible? She says it exactly like this. Elizabeth, are, are you actually Gillian Anderson? <laughs> I wish. Um, so, no, in, in the beginning of this episode, oh, E.B.E., is yeah. In the beginning of E.B.E., uh, there's this truck driver, and he starts shooting at, like, apparently people and then the Mulder and Scully are there at the site the next morning and Mulder's like yep there's an alien here and uh, not in that voice and in in a sexy David Duchovny voice but that's my yeah so uh, and then uh, and then Scully is uh, like digging around on the the ground and she sees this she's like I don't know what makes you think that this is an alien it's like I don't know there's been 17 episodes we've seen shit what can't why is it not an alien (laughs) And she's like, she's like, well, no, it's, it's see this uh, this dirt here, like it's, it, it's it's like I get it, it's like in like lost. Wait, with, is like, that sh- an EBE? Because that's in the pilot too, where she takes the dirt. It's and all she- yeah, different different dirt. There's a lot of dirt on yes. the ground. There's a lot but of forest. Can I just say There's that a- the ep- your choice of episodes surprised me? Look, I'm a fan, so I loved every single episode, even Fearful Symmetry, the field where I died, and the cigarette smoking man. Um, I even love those, and I should. I want to watch or it. and three and three. Oh my god, three. That's the next episode but, to watch. But, but really, like, E.B. <laughs> oh, oh, so you want to get into how I – because, okay, I, I barely watched – like, I watched the pilot when, when they put him on Netflix, and I was like, didn't really get it. And then when Breaking Bad came out, I watched Drive. And then 
for this one, I went and re back rewatched the pilot, and I do admit there's a lot of shows I do love that I need, really do need to rewatch the first episode. I really did like it a lot, yeah. but uh, I found there was like three websites, and I'll put them in the show notes. One was an EW uh, Entertainment Weekly list. Chris Carter did. He was like, "Here's your ten episodes to watch," and he said EBE. I don't know if that was on there. <laughs> I, I combine. I made a list combining all three of them, and then there's this website. It was like in, on Den of Geek or. Uh, and it was like, here are, if you really want to speed watch the X-Files, what you should watch. Yeah. And here are the reasons why. And then there was one other website that I can't remember. Well, I mean, and that's the great thing about the X-Files is that it spoke to a lot of people in different ways. So everyone has their favorite episodes. Um, well, it, but on, that just shocks me well, that on the website, and Fallen Angel. On, on that website, though, it was like, if you want to follow the mythology, watch these episodes. If you want to see cool monsters, watch these episodes. Yeah. If you want to see anything that could ever be shipping, watch these episodes. And if you want to watch something really meta, here, here's four episodes for you. Yeah. And then there was one that was like, do you care more about the side characters? Like, watch these episodes. And so, like... <laughs> like the Lone like Gunman. Well, well, that's why I watched EBE. I wanted to see what the, yeah. the, the deal with the Lone Gunman yeah. were because I knew they Isn't got their that own where show. They're I think that's where they're first introduced, it is if I'm their not first, mistaken. It is when they're well, first. Well, and did you know that Tom Braidwood, who plays Frohickey, he was the assistant director of The X-Files and then he got cast as Frohickey. I didn't know that. Thank yeah. you. Just saying. Um, we started And talking- also, Krychek was in Gender Bender before he became Krychek, and then they brought him back as a Krychek as a completely different character. <laughs> we'll say, what? Uh-huh. No, but uh, You're well- right, though, because I, I, I made a list of ones that I saw on the internet that were like, these, you should watch these ones. And then I just kind of, I watched those, and then I was like, I want to watch, I just, there's so many of these. Like, so I went through on Hulu and just kind of read the descriptions, and like, there's certain ones like the, yeah, the Goldberg um Oh, the Goldberg variation. Like that one, that one spoke to me. I was like, oh, I love Rue Goldberg. I yeah. want to watch this one. And then I, that was one of my favorite episodes I, I love watched. That That's episode. the one of Shia LaBeouf as a fat little boy. But, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I, that one was one of my favorite ones. <laughs> Although I did notice, this is one thing I did notice, which is kind of funny, which is, uh, yeah, it's writing, whatever. But they do, a lot of times they'll, they'll get like to the, um, last half, the last half of the episode and they'll be like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mulder has this theory about what's happening, and Scully's like, "Well, I don't know." And then, like, Scully will be like, "Well, I'm gonna go examine the body or look up this evidence or whatever." And That's Mulder's great. like, "Well, I'll just escort this uh, suspect back to whatever it is." And then during that separation, the suspect, the, the thing happens. It's when it in, happens, it happens yeah. in front of Mulder and not and Scully. That's, and that's why Scully <laughs> oh, has so, a hard time know, believing it. Like... You know what else is another thing? And I mean, <laughs> it, it speaks to like the point in the show, which is about like the whole conspiracy theories and being obviously there's a lot of Watergate influences mm-hmm. into it as well and the government can't be trusted trust no Which one I think is like it still stands the test of I mean like obviously not no, the clothing does. or the phones or the computer <laughs> none of the technology or anything like that but I think like the the concept of it it still stands like the well, test well, of time well, well like, the yeah. concept holds up and also the effects hold up like you would think watching this although I really do have a, a little bit of a beef of the way like certain aliens look like it does look really silly <laughs> but um but come on, early nineties. I know, I know, well, they, I know. But they, they did it, a good job of the whole like kind of hiding things. Oh like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's more. It's like your imagination is creating the monsters. So not so much as it's just like there. Yeah. Well, also, Wait, I mean, did you see Jose Chung's from Outer Space? No. Oh, you gotta watch that. Or did, Clyde Bugman's Final Repose. I, that totally. Was a good one. I, that's oh on my, my gosh, list. That's that on my list to watch. An amazing, it's amazing. On my list that to one, watch. That one is a really great. Oh episode. god. Listen, so I, I had not a lot of time to watch these, so I watched the main mythology episodes from. Season one, and then started randomly. I mean, picking. you do have my phone number, so I would think that you would have called. And I said, wanted like, to be prepared hey. and not influence <laughs> you. 
<laughs> Which one should I watch, right? All right. Well, I have a, I have a little bit of a um, connection to uh, Dana Scully uh, in tell my us. life, and I will tell you this right now. Uh, back in two thousand four, wait, five, can I guess? Can I guess? No, what? Oh, I think I think you dated her. You no, did. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. I had a friend who dated the stand-in on X Files. Her stand-in on X Files, and the girl looked just like Arlene. Uh, I. No, because Arlene Pelleggi, I mean, Arlene no. married Mitch Pelleggi, and she yeah, was no, no, no. Yeah. How do you know everything? Because <laughs> I'm a another, super fan. There was another girl. It was probably girl. her later. Yeah, it was yeah. her later one, yeah. yeah. Like, because, like, Ed, she looked just like her or whatever. She was great, but she, I don't want to, I forgot her names, and just probably for the best. But he, my friend dated her for a little while, and they were, one day, like, after they broke up, she was in my neighborhood, and her and some friends came over to my apartment, and they're like, let's have some wine, and they're drinking wine, and she spilled wine on my carpet in my apartment. And I'll never, but God damn it, Jillian Anderson stand in. <laughs> I lost $600 in my deposit because you spilled wine on my carpet. Jillian Anderson stand in. I love that. How dare that you? I met Annabeth Gish at a party once. That's really my closest connection to it. <laughs> uh, oh, she came back for the revival. I was so happy. And Lori Holton. Is Amanda Pete coming back? Oh, God, I hope not. Sorry, I didn't say that out loud. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling Amanda P. I'm going to text her. Sorry. Some uh, well, fans had a name for her in the movies, and I want to believe. If it, uh, you can tell me what it is. <laughs> She's probably heard it. If it's a bad word, we're allowed to curse. No, 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 not that. It's just <laughs> it's a bad word. No, we just, we just. Is it a bad word in the X-Files? We kind of just called her Deadeye Pete because she there was like nothing. It was like nada. <laughs> nothing was happening. Um <laughs> So about the movies, because there's two of those, and I saw neither. I remember, I, I remember. Well, listen, I I had to pick and choose watching either the movie or the or the episodes. episodes, and I thought I can get more and episodes chose, than a movie. Like, episodes. That... Oh my god, just quit judging me, man. And <laughs> judgment, judgment. I watch other episodes. God, do I? Have, I don't want to tell you all of them, but uh, anyways, I movies are they like the Star Trek movies? Like where they like there's like. Oh, that's really don't watch. I'm not talking. I'm talking like the original no, Star I mean, Trek. No, I mean, well, it's. I mean, it depends. There's some fans that really didn't care for. I want to believe, especially the ones who were really stopped watching after season seven because David Duchovny left the show. Um, so there's a few fans that really didn't care for the second movie. I loved that movie. It was a Monster of the Week movie, and it also gave us that because again, like my favorite character was Dana Scully. Uh, it gave us that uh, that like that thing that she had going on between the science and and believing in something else, and so I really enjoyed that aspect of it. The first one was about the mythology, which you know, I, like it's my favorite of the two films, and I loved, but I loved them both differently. I think is what happened. Well, I remember when I Want to Believe came out because I mean, we this has been discussed before. I'm younger than you guys, like when X Files. Can I throw something at you? No, please. No, I don't. Because of that, I didn't... I would throw my Coke bottle at you, but it still has. Oh, sorry. Can I say that? <laughs> Can you say what? Coke. Yeah, well, our, Coke, Coke, we are Coke. sponsored by Pepsi, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Pepsi Max, actually. <laughs> oh, oh uh, Pepsi, Pepsi, perfect. Coming out on October. Back to the future too. I, I, I hate Pepsi. No, uh, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like it either. It's, it's disgusting. But we're but they give us money, so we're gonna <laughs> keep promoting it. I, I hate it, but it's the choice of a new generation. <laughs> Um, so I was, I am a, 
I am a youngin, <laughs> and because of that, I was but a babe when. Uh, what year that, were you born? I'm not telling you when the X Files came out, and because of that, I I wasn't really like it wasn't on my radar to watch the show, and I was aware of it as I got older. Um, of like what it was like I can tell shows of like oh this was inspired by the X-Files or this is like the X-Files like when I, I really liked Fringe and when I started watching it and I was talking to people about Fringe Sorry. I was like <laughs> I was like it's like the X-Files um, and Elizabeth's having a minor seizure right now because of it <laughs> uh, we'll get into that in a second but uh, I remember when I Want to Believe came out and uh, I was like oh really X-Files movie and I had this friend um uh, who's actually out here now in LA, but back in Jersey. And she was like, no, I love Duchovny. I love X-Files. I'm going at midnight. And I was like, all right, go at midnight. And I remember, I think I forget what movie I was going to see. And there was like a line to go see that movie. I was like, still going strong. So what are your issues with Fringe? Because I feel like it's very similar. Well, can I say a couple of things first uh, regarding um, the X-Files? I want to believe it never had a chance uh, to really truly be seen because it came up against uh, Lord of the Rings was no that, or um, Rent, or... oh shit why am I forgetting the name of them? it's the Batman the new Batman ba- series the Batman da- uh, the Nolan series uh. yeah so it went up against that and so it had no chance in hell against it I can't believe Fox released it then I still have a really big beef with them plus it was also not a summer film it was a fall film well it was set in the winter wasn't it like yeah the- it should have been released in the fall and it was more of an independent film than actually you know anything that can stand stand up to you know the summer stuff that comes out you know like whatever the uh, buddy comedies or you know like the big action films and this this was not it was more of a quiet film it was mm-hmm. more of a slow film that you really had to take in and Fox ruined it um, and uh, actually your friend she got in line at what is it she got in line at midnight um, I went to the premiere uh, of X-Files I Want to Believe and my friend and I got there at 10 p.m. in Hollywood where it was really scary and we were <laughs> we were in the corner the guy security guy's like I think the line starts here so we kind of lined up at 10 p.m. and we stayed there till like 4 a.m. I think and then we had friends that kind of took over for us and then we came back at 8 a.m. Oh you lined up the day before yeah the night before and then because we wanted to get onto the bleachers to see David and Jillian and everybody walk the red carpet. And uh, so then we get in, and my friend uh, has two extra tickets, and they're selling them for $1,200. And I was like, I want to fucking get into Osage. <laughs> you can, you can, can I, say whatever the fuck you, you want, okay, Elizabeth. Um, I want to fucking get into this movie. I have to get into this movie. So we bought these damn tickets for $1,200 a piece. Wow. And then guess Look what? As a surprise, they let all of the fans in for free. <laughs> Oh no! And I had just taken the fucking tickets. I mean, like, not that it wasn't worth it, because I was, I wanted to guarantee that I would. <laughs> and I got a really great seat. I was sitting in front of Rob Bowman, <laughs> so I was cool because he's a sexy, sexy motherfucker. Um, <laughs> now that I said you could curse, you're like, <laughs> yes, mouth of a sailor. <laughs> I am, I am, I curse like a sailor. But anyway, so French. Um, I, I, and because it is very similar. Like, ended yeah, up it's got... watching it. Yes. Yeah. Um. I the first season I had a really big issue because I can literally go through every single episode and tell you which episodes of the X-Files they just spliced together to make their first season. Uh And there was actually um, they did a panel and I believe it was someone from the fandom from the file fandom that did this panel um, with a bunch of different writers and directors of the show. 
And uh, one of the writers from the X-Files that also wrote on Fringe, they said, well, it was very similar the first season because whenever we would get stuck, they would ask in the writer's room, well, what would you do on the X-Files? <laughs> and then so basically that's why the first season is so like but that literally should make you, that, but that should make you like I, I feel like you you have like a face of anger about it and uh, well because the thing is like they did it but they didn't do it well like now if you're gonna if you're gonna emulate if, if you're gonna go on and copy something you better do it just as good or better than it do not insult me by giving me there's like, some episodes by giving me good. the poor man's x-files and there's some episodes, <laughs> there are some episodes in the first season that are good uh, uh, there are some now second season and on well John I, Noble reminds well, me see, of, this is why I stayed John Noble well, John, this is the reason why he I reminds stayed. me of Deep Throat a little bit yeah he's got the same hair yeah yeah but I did I love my Walty so I that's the reason why I continued after season one and then season two and uh, through season five they just completely went in a different well, route season five which is when was, it shined season five was crazy and I yeah. loved it and I thought it shined the most when it completely just went into its own world and not but, copying off of the but, X-Files okay so to go back to the X-Files and we started the conversation kind of talking about it but I want to get into it but like the theme music because uh, that's that's probably the most identifiable thing to anybody who hasn't even watched it. Yeah. Like, I knew what that music was It's like my to. ringtone. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but I, there's something about, like, theme music. Like, I, in the 90s and the 80s, I love, like, certain you know, theme there, Have you noticed there's not a lot of theme music anymore? No, there isn't. No. I was getting into that. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. Or, like, yeah, Breaking Bad is, like, literally, like, a dr- one drum is hit, and... Ray Donovan is just, the title comes up for a split second and then <laughs> the episode. It. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Mr. Robot, there is no sequence. The title comes up during an episode, but classical music plays beforehand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we've kind of lost, like, I mean, HBO still goes really good on the, the, yeah. the title well, sequences. Well, the closer on TNT still does it. Oh, I mean, the closer, when, when it was still on, it did it. Um, oh. I don't know that Major Crimes does it, which is its spinoff. Yeah, but anyways, uh, I feel like it was the exact perfect length. Like, it wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. The music was unique and simple. There was something about it. it I mean, it didn't have, like, people turning to the camera and being like, David Duchovny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it wasn't uh, a soap opera. <laughs> well, I know, but... Um, <laughs> I also have this thing, if you look at like shows very recently, like the shows that have the smallest cast, like main cast, they have like this ability to really focus in and you really get really good products. Yeah. Um, and I think that that goes back to the X-Files with having just the two from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, it, eventually Mitch Pileggi became a series regular, but it took them a really long time to make him a series regular. Um, but yeah, it was just in the credits, in the opening credits, it's just Jillian and David, and then everyone was like a special guest star, or, you know, or uh, guest star, and then of course once Doggett and Reyes came in, Annabeth Gish and uh, Robert Patrick. Um, but yeah, no, the music I I loved, like Mark Snow, I thought was brilliant, and I believe I believe. Files don't hate me for this, uh, but come um, at her. Yeah, but, come uh, at her. But I believe I, if I get this wrong, but I believe I remember hearing him say that it was an, a happy like accident, like that how it happened, how he got the you know the theme for the X Files, um, and I remember like, okay, I'm one of those fans that would show up to anything where anyone even remotely associated to the X Files. I would go and see them like that was me and my friends and probably still would. Um, but so Mark Snow was signing uh, CDs of like a music that he put out from the X-Files. And this was in 2008, which is when we were all like going into frenzy because of the movie. 
and he was shining i mean he was signing uh cds in burbank at a comics uh, bookstore and i i had a moment with him i don't know what i was thinking but he signed my cd and i was like can you can i take a photo with you and he's like yeah of course and like he put his arm around me and i put i put my arm around him and then i put my hand on his belly and rubbed it So, so like, you impregnated Mark Snow. Um, where is your love child now? <laughs> oh my god, I turned beat. I guess I still turned around thinking about it. I was like, oh my god, that is the most embarrassing oh, thing ever. By the way, uh, you're totally wrong about that happy accident thing. Uh, come at her, boys. Internet. She's on Twitter, I believe. You'll get. <laughs> also, wait, wait. Can we step back for a second, Mike? You know that you don't just place your hand on someone's belly and they become pregnant, right? <laughs> You know wait, how it works, right? Wait, what? <laughs> wait, Mike, are you an alien? <laughs> no. No. You what? son of a bitch! You spilled wine on my carpet! <laughs> I was actually Julian Anderson stand-in the whole time. That was the twist. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've been getting uh, a lot of crap from you about the episodes I watched. What is your favorite episode? Oh, God. I can't. I mean, there's there's several. I mean, obviously the pilot writes up there. I watched uh, it. Postmodern Prometheus. I didn't watch it. That's, that's a the, good one. That's the black and white one that they did with the share. It's, it's songs on my list. It. It's, it's yeah. on my list. It's on my and list. Uh, actually, Cher was a really big fan of the show. So, um, and they were. In, it was intended for her to be in it, but I think scheduling didn't work out or something. Um, I love Bad Blood, which is a Vince Gilligan. It's also on my list. Yeah, Bad Blood is really great. Um, Revelations. I love all of the religious stuff. So like Revelations, All Souls. Um, yeah, I mean, I have. Well, can I, can I ask you, is there like one or two that you don't like that? Yes. Well, I have a list. Like three. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is the vampire one where Mulder hooks up with the random vampire. Or whatever, not really vampire, but whatever. Yeah, she, he hooks up with this girl while Scully is missing. Uh, and uh, while she was, you know, taken by Dwayne Barry. While and, she was pregnant. Uh, yeah, which is she was only gone for two weeks. Like, really, I think that that's like the amount of time that she got. Um, hey, I, I read that, that Fox, because I guess this was something that just happened back then. They were like, you know, we could just fire Jillian Anderson and we could just get somebody else. And they, no well, one no, will and notice. And David stood up, like, stood by her. I, know, I think everybody stood up yeah. by her. But like, when they originally didn't want to cast her because they wanted, I remember Chris saying something, they wanted, like, the sexy bombshell. So they wanted someone similar to like, Pamela Anderson. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yes. I like, that, that show would have look. never have lasted. Yeah. You know, and like, and at the time, I think Jillian was like 24 and she showed up with like long tangled hair and like an oversized suit and like Chris really liked her. So he, um, he said, I think it was at our panel in 2011 that he said like, that he went up to her like, can you like brush your hair and like come back in and get like a more, you know, cause he fought for her. And then later Jillian told the story of how she was carpooling with Jill Hennessy uh, who was also up for the role, and they were driving in the car, and she already knew she had it, and she was, and Jill was like, oh, I really hope, like, you know, like, uh, one of us gets it. <laughs> so, Chad, in your exploration of the X-Files... Oh, wait, I wanted to hear, were there any others? Because I'll, I'll, I'll tell the episodes I liked and the episodes I don't Oh, yeah. Like. Um, oh, God. Um, uh, what else? I, I really liked... I it's, it's not uh, one that a lot of people like, but again, I'm a Gillian Anderson fan, so All Things was one of my favorites. Oh, I love Pusher and Kitsune Ngari. Um, I love... Um, 
Season I love three. Irresistible. <laughs> <laughs> I love Orison, which is the continuation of that. Um, and Pusher and Kitsun and Gadi are also uh, paired together. Well, I mean, they're like a continuation. Uh, tombs and uh, Squeeze, which Squeeze is the first one, and then it's Tombs. So what about yeah. like I the bad just, ones? That's, yeah. what, that's what. Oh, oh, wanted. sorry. I thought it was my favorites. Uh, bad ones: Fearful Symmetry, El Mundo Gira, Three, uh, The Field Where I Died, The Cigarette Smoking Man, uh, Travelers. Uh, Wait, the cig- I thought the cigarette smoking man's a good one. Musings of a cigarette smoking yeah, man. I really didn't care for it. Ah, uh, okay. I maybe. I, I think so- it's because it focused so much on this one character. And I loved him, but I loved him in doses. But yeah, you know, and also with him, like it's he works best if he's more mysterious. Like, yes. The, when, when you learn more about him, it's kind of like. Although uh, I did love Enemy, which is a episode that William B. Davis wrote and like he had like a fascination with Jillian so like he wrote her a lot in it and it's a really great show I mean it's a really great episode enemy um so yeah so Chad I mean what I mean not even favorite episodes but what was like what what did you find in your exploration well I there's an episode called home <gasps> which is which I actually like, Many, uh, that's uh, what uh, the only episode I remember watching when it actually aired and remember going like, oh shit, this is a great show. I I kind of want to watch this show, and so like that I do remember that, and I watched it again. I was like, oh yeah, I still like this. This is like one of my favorite episodes. But then there's one episode that like, um, I was on one of those lists too, and that's I, I had to stop it halfway through because I was just so kind of irritated by it. But the ex cops episode, oh god, where it's like, what the fuck were they doing? Like it's where so the fears stupid. Come alive. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just like it starts off as an episode of cops and like. Like bad boys, bad boy, and then like the Mulder and Scully just show up. It's oh god, I hate found footage. Like I hate that bullshit. Like uh, oh, I saw it what's was, that? Wait, wit, Blair wait, Witch. Oh god, I hate that wait, movie. Wait, wait. Like, I, I saw you post posted on social media like three days ago. I'm gonna say it. I don't like cops. Was that yeah. because you were watching that? That's exactly what was happening. <laughs> I was like, uh, I I hate that fucking show, and like, and I hated that they did like a like. X-Files so, version of it was so stupid. So is there any final thoughts on X-Files? Fi- <laughs> but that was really the only one. Like, I, yeah, yeah. everything else I like, I really like. Liz, anything to end us on X-Files? Anything to tell the people listening in regards to X-Files? Well, the revival's coming up. It is. Six it episode, is. Ser- you know, six episode, like, release. Uh, it's starting in, uh, in January on Fox. I think it's January 20. It's after the AFC. It's in January. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the AFC finals or whatever, that now, are championship. You, are you worried about that at all? Yes, I am, because I've... I've, unfortunately, on Twitter and stuff, you can't go on without being spoiled anymore. And uh, I saw a couple of things about Mulder and Scully not being together. And after 20 fucking years that we, like, well, I mean, we waited nine years to really know that they were together. Well, doesn't the world end in 2012, according to that? Well, it didn't happen, which they're going to explain. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, when we finally got them together after all of this time for them to be separated and then for them, what I hear not ending together in that revival i'm oh i'm spoiling people (laughs) um i'm very afraid because i chris carter really didn't want them together it just kind of like it's it kind of happened because of jillian and david's chemistry and then frank spotness was like that chemistry was undeniable like we had to go there but chris never really intended so the fact that chris had a you know you know and there's like no frank spotness or someone else to kind of you know go you know 
uh, gotcha. can't play with. Yeah. Play with, you know, against. Um, we kind of got that. But David and Jillian are like they said at our panel that they're super protective of their of their characters and of that relationship, and that they would never allow anything bad to happen. So hopefully. That's the case. Yeah, I think I I think it's always a real fucking gamble when well, you have such a like cult classic, and then it's it ends, and then like years later you try well, to I, revive it. I it's think like, I think the thing that it does have going for it is it's six episodes. Yeah. I think that that well, is, and they want to actually what I've been hearing, uh, I can't disclose from where, uh, that they're hoping to make it a summer thing where they come back and film every summer and do for, six episodes. And six episodes. Well, like I mean, it seems to be like the very popular thing to do is right now is to bring back things that really didn't get itself a chance, like. They're like Twin Peaks is getting its new season. Yeah. Coach, which definitely had its chance, is coming back for more stuff. Yeah. Um, and um, <laughs> our engineer Dustin is not a fan of <laughs> Coach a coming back. They canceled it. Oh, oh they, they canceled, canceled it. it. Like, isn't like Fuller House like or something? Oh, like, Fuller House is coming yeah. out. Um, yeah. There's a bunch. There's a bunch. Heroes Reborn is out right now. Yeah. Um, but is yeah, it, isn't it so weird that there's like, I mean, like, look, I'm not going to complain about the X-Files coming back, but everything else, I will say it's like, do you not have any fresh ideas that you have to revive no, I, things I think it's great. Past? I think it's people realized that through the internet and through comic conventions and other things is there's a lot of people who actually, there's a market to do these things. It's why the Serenity movie came out. Mm-hmm. It's there, And there were shows that didn't get their day in court. Um, like, Veronica Mars. Veronica, Veronica Mars got the movie. I'm so happy. Yeah. I really hope they do a second. That movie was amazing. Yeah. Uh, but, you, but you have to be careful of that kind of stuff too. Like uh, Robert Zemeckis recently said that like they'll never remake Back to the Future movie. But that's remaking. Yeah. yeah. But that, I'm mean, just saying like that's like the, I, I think that the, you have there's certain things that are, are such good quality that you can't revive them or bring yeah. them back. Right. I think that you're just damaging the Well, and actually, to go back to the X-Files, a lot of fans were up in arms because of the fact that they had Robbie and Mel and Lauren Ambrose come in as uh, uh, special agents. I love and they're Lauren thinking Ambrose. That they're thinking that they're going to continue the show without Jillian and David. And uh. I'm like... I'm one of those fans that I'm like, if the show is good, and as long as like David and or not David Mulder and Scully pass on the torch to these guys and occasionally make cameos, I'm gonna probably get flamed for this. But I wouldn't mind it, like as long as the same people that how are involved, dare you say such you know, a like, thing? Like I can't imagine it without David or Jillian. But if that happens in the future, if we can keep these good stories going, I do. I, I will say that it. I it. Um, I feel okay with. The, I mean, I'm not a huge X Files fan, but I the fact that the information that there's going to be six episodes uh, gives me more hope than like because you know like so many TV shows they write like per episode kind mm-hmm. of shit. Like the reason Lost just ended in such a clusterfuck was just because like, I, I I could talk for they, a whole episode they, about why I don't like the last episode of Lost. Well, I don't like the last two seasons because they're just the pilot and i didn't care for it's so fucking season five i like but uh one of the reasons i like like um doctor who and uh bbc so are because they write for the fucking season like they basically write like they have a storyline that goes through the whole uh all all the episodes and then they have like another storyline for each episode yeah and i feel like it's it's a um i want to say it's uh it's good to know that like if they're just doing six episodes it makes me believe that they probably have written like an arc for those yeah. six episodes and it's just going to be contained in that. So. Yeah. Can I say so, one final thing? Uh, they just, uh, they screened the X-Files, a new revival at, um, I forget where, like some somewhere over in Europe and it got amazing reviews. Great. So, so. I can't wait to. So, That's good. so the way we end our show is we do a suggest this, which is suggesting something to the 
listeners. It could be a random thought for the day. It could be a movie or a TV show. It could be food. It could be any recommendation. Um, I'll, and so you have like a second to think on it. Me and Chad will let. Uh, so a recommendation. To... Yeah, just a recommendation for the for the listeners. Okay. So for their life. Not doing with X Files. Yeah, it doesn't have to be with X Files. It, it could. Be. It can be. <laughs> I know that's like eighty percent of your life right now. So uh, it can be if there's something great for X Files. Um, what I want to suggest is there's a new show on Hulu called Casual, and. Uh, it's another one of those shows that only has like three people, and I think because there's only three people like in the show, it's really focused. And it's it's the way I t- pitch it to people is if you took the cast of Transparent and put them in togetherness, mm-hmm. that it's casual. And those show those two shows were doing. There's like a world about it that I really like, and it's funny but not laugh out loud funny, but it's charming. And I there's a lot of things I like about it, especially. The like all three actors are really good, and one of the girls from SNL is in it. Um, there's posters for it everywhere. Okay. Um, yeah, Chad. Uh, for me, right now we're recording this in October, and every year I uh, do a thing called Sober October, which is I'm sure a lot of people do this, but I used to drink a lot <laughs> many years <laughs> ago, and one particular breakup caused me to spiral out of control. So I started doing where I just sober up. Like I just don't drink for 30 days. And I would just like to suggest that everyone do that. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I'm sure not everyone's like as heavy drinker as I used to be. And I'm not as heavy a drinker as I used to be either, but like it definitely is, a. it's good to just detox for, you know, maybe a week even. And I would suggest that everyone try to do that. Just try to go a week without drinking without or drinking. no alcohol or like no coffee or like, you know, no caffeine no or stuff. I, I know. I, well, it's a, oh, that's a hard one, right? Oh, I'm trying to cut <laughs> coffee out. Just, I switched the green tea and we're going to see how long that lasts. It's really hard for me to leave Coke. So um, the classic kind, you guys. So what's your um, suggestion? So Elizabeth? my suggestion is um, because, I, like I've said, I think I've expressed enough that I'm a huge Gillian Anderson fan, and I, in partly, became an actress because of my inspiration that I took from her. Um, I would recommend this series that's on Netflix that she stars in called The Fall. Oh, I've seen it. It's very it's, good. It's a very good episode. It's six episodes each season. They just did the first and the second. Um, and the third, I believe, is filming soon. So I would totally recommend for you guys to go and check that out. And Hannibal. I was just as about well. to say. I was Hannibal, just about to say Jillian Hannibal, which Jillian is also in it. Yeah. But I mean, the cast itself is brilliant, and okay. the cinematography on it's that the, is I will, amazing. I will say, without question, Hannibal is the most beautiful television show <sighs> ever made. I can't period, believe it was story. canceled. And, and and speaking of Jillian uh, Anderson, Anderson, like. The last episode, I won't spoil it for you, but that, like, the after the credits, that stinger <laughs> with her, like, yeah, watch it. Um, uh, wow, David Duchovny did not get a lot of love on this, po- this episode. It was all for the... Well, let's Jillian. just... Can we talk about California case? <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> I've, only seen, I've only seen the first half of the first season. Yeah, I want to watch that it. show, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a good place to end it. Hey, I'm Mike Solari. You can find me on Twitter at msolari. Uh, I'm Chad Foglin. You can find me at Chad Foglin. And I'm Elizabeth. Wait, I'm Elizabeth. Wait, what's your, wait, what's your name? I'm Elizabeth Derrazo, and you can find me at E Derrazo on Twitter. Wait, how many tongue rolls are in your Twitter handle? <laughs> it's just Derrazo, E uh, Derrazo. Oh, okay, oh. cool. And I say I like you know so people can understand like Derrazo. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so do you have anything going on? Do you want to plug at all? Yes, I I have a the series that I'm a part of called Idiot Sitter that will be airing on Comedy Central starting January of 2016, and then I have a film coming out that I was a part of called The 33 with Antonio Banderas and Juliet Pinochet. It's based on the Chilean miners that got caved in in 2000. Oh, yeah. I just saw the trailer for that. It looks yeah. really good. Yeah. 
I play the lover oh. of one of the minors. Yeah. Antonio? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> no, All right, no well, Oscar Nunez from The Office. Like, oh, I, yeah. Oh, well, you guys have a, a great day, and thanks for listening to us for The X-Files. <laughs> Trust no one. Trust no one. I want to believe. I want to make believe. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>